0: What's up, sandwich heads? Today on Steve-O's Sandwich Reviews, we've got the tips and tricks to the best sandwich order. And it all starts with this little guy right here. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Partial to pastrami, craving a Cubano. Yeah, sounds delicious, but boom! Add the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar and cue the fireworks. Lunch, dinner, or late night, it'll be a sandwich worth celebrating. Trust me, your boy's eaten a lot of sandwiches in his day, and the one thing I can say with absolute fact... Every bite is better with Pepsi.
1: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
2: It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. It's time for today on Twitter, where we're paying tribute to the Queen of Rock
1: and Roll. So, Tina Turner, of course, um, is going to be the the subject uh, that we're talking about. Uh, You're also going to be hearing a bunch of songs which we're quite excited to play. Um, Tina Turner passed away yesterday at the age of 83. I think that those headlines have been making the rounds. She uh, died peacefully after an undisclosed uh, long illness in her home in Switzerland. Now... I think the world knows her as Tina Turner, but she was actually born Anna Mae Bullock in 1939 in rural Tennessee where her father worked on a farm. Uh, She was discovered at the age of 17 by Ike Turner, who later married her. Um, They went on to become an incredibly popular recording and performing act, the Ike and Tina Turner Review. And uh, I think I will say at this point that When you talk about Tina Turner, while the successes are many, um, the challenges also come up an awful lot. Uh, She had a challenging, painful life, a life that I think she herself described in 2019 as terrible, but I kept going. And um, one important element of why her life was tough was actually because of Ike Turner. Ah
0: so the man who made her, in some sense, made her famous, was also and, the married, so- her. and married her. I married her, the source of much of her pain. And I think uh, movies have captured that. I think you know, uh, especially as the world kind of woke up to um, not just spousal abuse, but you know, the whole women's movement. I think the idea of women having to suffer in silence while they have abusive, uh, you know, spouses. You know, she kind of became part of that narrative in discourse.
2: So I'm glad that you brought that up because, Lynn, you pointed out how she started performing at the age of 17. And Mm -hmm. that was actually in the early days of rock and roll, right? Hence that Queen of Rock and Roll tag. That was in the 50s. But in fact, her sort of revival, return to the spotlight happened in the 80s. And that happened after all these stories of the domestic abuse came out. She wrote a memoir about um, all of the physical abuse that she suffered. And then she left Ike Turner. So in some ways, actually, the sort of renaissance of Tina Turner and probably the songs that at least I remember the most or recognize the Simply the Best or What's Love Got to Do With It come from this phase. And to me, I find that amazing because the whole idea of a woman who was born in a very different time went through a very difficult marriage and then reinventing herself and then becoming this sort of incredible feminist icon. To me, that's so impressive. Isn't a big part of all of
1: this just her stage presence? Oh I my mean, gosh, yes. I, I, that I, gold dress. Yes, uh, just all of it. I don't want to downplay her her intelligence or her, um, her intelligence or her talent, um, but I wanted to talk about presence for a bit because I think that if I were to say to people who knew her uh, or who know of her, Tina Turner what comes to mind are kind of a few key elements and then they cobble together into this like primordial understanding of what it means to be a rock and roll artist. It's the the hair, that shaggy hair, it's the famous legs. Oh, probably a wig. Yes, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it's the gold fringe dress, yeah. it's the stance, it's that raspy voice, it's all of those different things. And I think when we talk about her as a strong feminist icon, of course, there is the fact that her life itself informs that that understanding of her, right? But it's also because she was such a, such an energetic, charismatic presence. Like it's a rule. Yeah. on. Well, hold on. You
0: know, it's very interesting for me to listen to both of you wax lyrical about Tina Turner because she's not from your time. I mean, you were both like. Tiny tots in the 80s. It was actually, that's my era, right? Mm. And so, uh, and recently, and of course, I have tremendous respect. I mean, you're absolutely right about her in, in everything. And I might mention the wig. I have nothing against wigs. Uh, and she was very proud of her wigs, by the way, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, but she comes from the 80s. That's when I was a teenager and when that music was really, you know, making us all move at dance parties and such. So um, today, a lot of younger people don't recognize the name. I know we've been talking about this, which is that, why don't people recognize the name? But you know, when you think about it, she's in her 80s. She's, she really started out in the 50s. Yeah. That's a long arc. And was still touring in 2009, which isn't that
1: long ago. Well, I think for me, it came because I was a huge, I've talked about this elsewhere a number of times on the station, I'm a huge Elvis fan. I grew up for some reason being like, like the kind of person who thought someday I'll go to Graceland. I probably still will. <laughs> but um, And so it's because of an interest in the rock and roll of the 1950s that I knew of Tina Turner, uh, helped by my parents talking about her in, in a very particular way, helped also by the ubiquity of something like um, what's love got to do with it or simply the best. And I think actually for this generation, um, perhaps the closest will come. People get introduced to music in all sorts of ways. And I think the closest we might come to why Tina Turner and simply the best specifically, um, may have had a renaissance of sorts, Is and Shamila and I were talking about this, is because of a, a little award-winning sitcom that could, Shits Creek, which has a very, very famous kind of integral scene between a couple um, in which that song is performed. And I think that that, That to me is one of the wonderful ways in which music is discovered, right? You hear an interpretation, you go back, hopefully you research, you find out a little more, you hear the original version, maybe you don't think it's as good, doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, you keep going and, and that's how someone like a Tina Turner keeps going? Well, TV and
2: movies, I think, are probably how I discovered Tina Turner anyway. I mean, I've heard her songs because I had uncles and aunts who loved her and listened to her. But um, Mad Max too, where she had this amazing Thunderdome scene, Um, that was the first time I I realised what she looked like. And then she did the Bond theme for GoldenEye um, in the 90s. And the music video, she made a ridiculous song sound so amazing. So... And Tina Turner songs are used in so many films and and, and the voice is so distinct and unforgettable. So I think for me, Tina Turner is a sort of weird combination of a discovery of a person through other things and then leading me to learning more about her.
0: I bought the album in a pri- you know the private dance album I really did I didn't have that many albums in my collection but I did buy that I was a like I said I was a teenager in the 80s um, she did emerge in the 70s but you know and this is very interesting about all our journeys and how music uh, signposts a lot of things that are important to us in those and I mean it's it's it is the The marvel and power of American pop culture, or the the pop culture of the Anglophone world, that it really has dominated our minds and continues to do so. And I have no regrets about that. There's one thing I don't mind my mind being dominated by, it's just the beautiful music that's accompanied my life. And Tina Turner has contributed to that.
2: Well, let us know. Uh, We are talking about Tina Turner, who passed away yesterday at the age of 83. What are your favourite Tina Turner songs? What does she mean to you? You can call 777 send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. Beautiful festive moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.53, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sherrod and we are honouring the life, the music, the legacy of Tina Turner who passed away yesterday at the age of 33 and uh, we've been asking you what your favourite Tina Turner songs are, what does she mean to you, how do you feel about her passing? Share your thoughts with us, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio.
1: So uh, let's start with Winston, who says uh, I was rewatching Tina Turner's live concert uh, on we- live concert at Wembley on Blu-ray last week with my wife, and today I heard the sad news about her passing. Rest in peace, Tina. Firstly, I'm very jealous, Winston, that you have
2: this Blu-ray. I've only watched clips on YouTube. Uh, that was such an amazing concert, one of her last, I believe.
0: Um, I haven't actually ever watched a Tina Turner concert. I can't Even say clips, clips or like on video. Not really. Well, maybe clips, yeah. I think I watch clips. But what I remember Tina Turner best was actually television from the 70s. And when Tina Turner came on the share and uh, sunny bonus the famous
2: share. rolling rolling yeah, dance so yeah so i yeah. you know so
0: i, I had those very early uh, memories but it was the 70s when my i think i was not fully formed in terms of music but i was being exposed to top of the pops and the solid gold that was coming in the late in the 70s or maybe it was that the 80s but it's all a bit of uh, it's a bit of um, i can't make those distinct so i, I really, really you Tino know, for me was from a time
2: we have uh, Chris saying yes Tina Turner a legend in her own right was the trailblazer to set them ablaze in the rock and roll genre where black women were far and few yes a sad day but a life truly well lived simply
1: the best I I like I like thinking about um, I like thinking about a life truly well lived because I I think that can mean a lot of things. I I was quite kind of taken aback um, to read in the Times' obituary of her that uh, in an interview that they'd done with her in her home in Switzerland where she'd said it was a terrible life but I just kept going which was something I quoted earlier and I was thinking about what what it means for the rest of us to look at her life and see it as one that is well lived uh, to see it as one that is in Ways an inspiration to others, and for her to say, Well, look, I just kept going.
2: I love that quote from her. Um, It's something that gets brought up a lot by uh, particularly women when they talk about reinvention, about um, the survivor narrative, and how, I suppose, how bravely she lived it, right? Um, Ku is just saying she was 83, not 33. I well, Mia Kalpa, I did speak just
0: now. Maybe to me, she seems ageless. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Um, I'm not quite sure that does it. But OK. <laughs> uh, yes. But OK, I mean, resilience is very interesting. And I when I think back, and I, this is a huge conversation about whether m- men versus women do better at reinventing themselves, coming through adversity. Um, my mother always talks about resilience, and I think I've mentioned this about yeah. gazillion times now. But it's a favorite word, and I think I don't know—is are women more likely to? Uh power through a, a bad episode of trauma and do something like extraordinary like Tina Turner did, which is to reinvent herself, which I don't think is just her. I mean, the whole industry had to cooperate with her to, in, in order to make this happen, right? But nevertheless.
1: Well, isn't a part of it, and this has actually very little to do with Tina Turner herself, but um, I think a part of it to your point, is that men don't actually get to be all that vulnerable or to have the kinds of difficulties that she talked about. So, I mean, to be fair, um, the if that happened to a male star, they're less likely to talk about it. Um, and if they did, the narrative surrounding it would also be very different. Um, so I think that this notion of reinvention, particularly in relation to certain sorts of public challenges, It's actually a completely different story um, depending on gender. I do believe that. We've been paying tribute to Tina Turner who passed
2: away yesterday. Keep your thoughts coming. What are your favourite songs by her? What does she mean to you? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. And keep it here, BFM 89.9.
1: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the VFM app.
2: The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic venue, the crack of an open fire in a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect.